1: Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Virdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And we know that it has been a year and we're only halfway through. (laughs) And this month we are exploring how to refuel, how to reconnect, but most importantly, how do you move toward your healing? Last week, we talked about physical health with Demetria Davenport, our triathlete. And this week, we are talking about how do you move forward in your emotional and um, social and mental wellness. And I'm excited to have my BWEA Black Women's Educational Alliance um, sister friend with us during this flip side conversation. And so let me tell you a little bit about LaVon Weaver. She is the Chief Encouragement Officer of Live Vibrantly by LV. She is an educator, a writer, an artist with over 25 years of experience in teaching and leadership. Over the past five years, Lavonne's role as an educator has deeply inspired her own self-care journey. She believes self-care is an invitation to love who we are now and embrace who we are becoming with compassion. As a self-care specialist, LaVon combines her love for teaching and creativity to work alongside compassionate professionals like our educators, caregivers, and social service providers. By providing resources, compassionate strategies, workshops, and safe spaces, LaVon supports women in establishing a sense of self-care from the inside out. Life is a classroom and our experiences fit together to create beautiful masterpieces. Creating space for encouragement is essential. Her collection of tools includes self-care boxes. If you watch my social media page, you will see the sun sunshine box that I actually uh, attained funding for our Early Head Start um, Home visitors, and it was a huge success. So, those self care boxes, care packages, self care journals, stationery, inspirational art, and apparel. Now, this is her quote. I am grateful that God has given me the opportunity to contribute to the world today as a creative light and voice of encouragement. So we're going to have a flip side conversation halfway through our year on how do you intentionally create a space
2: for self-care? Welcome to the show, LaVon. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jackson. I am just truly excited to be here. And I'm so honored to just share the space with you and to talk about what I am most passionate about, and that is women taking care of themselves. So thank you.
1: And you know what? Mm -hmm. I have been in multiple spaces where I have watched you pour out Mm -hmm. and into women. And um, I actually think about a particular Black Women's Educational Alliance event where we paused everything and via Zoom did yoga. (laughs) You walked us through understanding what self-care was, walked us through affirmations. And even through Zoom, we all felt this zen oh, when no. it was over. Oh. We were like, oh, this was great. <laughs> Thank you. So when I'm thinking about our theme for July, mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anyone else to have come on and talk about that movement towards healing when we're talking about moving through our experiences. Yes, yes. And using creativity to do that, but to get to a healthier emotional, mental, and even um, social Mm -hmm. wellness. Absolutely. So we've heard this term so much Mm -hmm. in the past two years with everything that everyone has been through. And I almost feel hesitant in using it because I feel like people have overused it and in some cases have diminished its value. Mm. But I'm curious, from your perspective, what
2: does self-care actually mean? You know, Dr. Jackson, you're absolutely right. And when we think about the term and the industry, it has been overused. But I think of self-care is everything that we do moment by moment to nurture ourselves. And it's not a one-time opportunity. It is moment by moment. We are embracing and taking care of ourselves. And it looks different. You know, I can go to a spa for one-time treatment. Mm -hmm. But what happens when I'm in the building and I'm teaching and something happens? How am I taking care of myself? So I always tell um, ladies that you take yourself everywhere you go. So self-care goes everywhere and every place that you go.
1: I love the moment-by-moment mental image because sometimes we can think that it's actually about that beauty treatment, it's about that pedicure, or it's about that plane ride to the island. But even on the island, you're taking you with you. Absolutely. So if you have not invested in that day by day Mm. intentional approach of getting grounded, of getting um, reconnected with who you are, Mm -hmm. regardless of if you change the scenery, you are still going to show up in the same state, mind, um, mental state and Mm -hmm. emotional state,
2: even though you're in a beautiful place. You are absolutely right. I mean, those experiences are wonderful, but it's that practice mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. it, you know, you become better with practice. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that when those challenging moments come up, you will say, hey, what do I have? Because I've been breathing. I've been taking mm-hmm. my time. You, It gives you the tools that when something comes your way, you always remember, I have an option. I have an option. I think about
1: how in the past year that mm-hmm. two years yes. that we've had, what would you say, why is it so important right now? And I know you focus on the the powerful heavy hitters mm-hmm. of our educators, our caregivers, our social service um, professionals. So the weight of all of the emotional baggage that young people, adolescents, and even one another um, have brought back out of those isolated places mm-hmm. and, and now come back together into social places. Why is it so important that we get a clear definition of self-care, not the marketed mm-hmm. definition? Why is it so important right now?
2: It is so important now because we're taking ourselves into spaces and we're, act- we're interacting with other people. And, you know, what you did to nurture yourself over COVID, the next person may not have done. But we have to give ourselves, give that person that grace. And we only get that by practice. So it is important because the more that we're not isolated, that's one thing. So we're always going to interact with other people. And if we don't know how to manage and nurture ourselves, it's hard to extend that to someone else when Mm -hmm. you haven't done it first.
1: Oh, and I also think about how it's hard to extend it and what I actually, if I haven't done the work on myself, mm-hmm. it can become contagious. If I've not done the work absolutely, and I show up in a space, I'm going to pass on that energy, that attitude, that stress. And so then it replicates itself.
2: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the whole premise of self-care. I always say we go first. Mm -hmm. And then we can give to others what we have given to ourselves. And it's really no shame because even when we have those moments where we'll say, I haven't been as compassionate or graceful, it's still an opportunity to embrace, okay, this is some area I need to work on.
1: Mm -hmm. Taking care of oneself, um, it's not selfish, I think is what you're saying. And so why don't people prioritize it? If I've heard that saying on social media over and over again, self-care isn't selfish. So why are people still struggling to
2: prioritize and understand how important this is? You know, Dr. Jackson, I love that question because, you know, I believe that we have been conditioned not only that it is Mm -hmm. selfish. There's so much information out there that I think sometimes when it comes to self-care, we don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. And we also have been conditioned to believe that we have to look outside of ourselves to take care of ourselves. And sometimes just pausing to remember and to think about what do I already have? Mm -hmm. What do I need at this moment? And I always say this when I'm in a building and there's an emergency, I can't run to a spa. But I say, (laughs) what, LaVon, what tools do you have? And I say, well, I can sit down a moment. I can breathe. I can have a sip of water. So it's remembering that we always have something that we can use. Mm -hmm. And also thinking of self-care, I always say self-care is God care. Mm -hmm. Because he created us. So why wouldn't we want to take care of ourselves? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Valuing who we are in the
1: moment. And it's not just about grabbing for something or or escaping from the moment. Because there are moments that we can't escape from. So how are you going to stand strong in the moment? And there's something I think you started to say. And I want to press into okay. it in that in the
2: moment, asking for help isn't
1: weakness.
2: Absolutely. It is not weakness. And that is, that's what self-care is. It's knowing mm-hmm. what you need and recognizing, yes, you do have tools and things you can use, but also having the courage to say, hey, sis, I need a little bit of help. Or can you you extend a hand? It's also being brave enough and just loving yourself enough to know that I may not have the answer at this moment, but the answer is available and I have the courage to ask. Wow, that self-care
1: is, and as you shared in your bio, it's work that starts on the inside. And when we get really clear on who we are, it, I think in spaces, especially that can be so stressed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: oftentimes when I've done trainings most recently, we've coupled self-care with community care mm-hmm. and recognizing that when I begin to work on myself, as yes. you shared, yes. needs to come first. So there's responsibility in me figuring out what I need, Mm -hmm. but then recognizing that if you see something in me, if you see that something about me is off, if we are practicing community care, you can speak to it. And I, if I'm grounded, can't, won't take offense. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. And you are absolutely right. And I was having that same conversation with a friend of mine, and I was saying we have to move to a point where we're not calling people out, but we're calling them up to be their best selves to say, hey, I noticed, but I know that you can do so much better. Let me see how I can help you. But it's that calling up and not calling out. Absolutely.
1: I love that calling up to our greatest yes, selves. Yes, I, that's so, yes. I saw that image in my head. and But we have to be willing to recognize what the other person is actually trying to do, yes. not to take offense or to put down. But I think that also requires us to recognize that um, I need to become equipped Mm-hmm. In order to get that grounding and an element of confidence yes. that I'm not interpreting, yes, what you are seeing as in some way saying that I'm not enough, right. but actually saying I see more. How? What should people begin to think about when they're trying to get equipped? to get started and actually doing authentic self-care not the the marketed self-care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: what that that is true what you said and you know when we're thinking about that it goes back to remembering and the whole statement like people say I am enough. Thinking about that that you already have what you need. But it's it's not that we don't know. I just think that when things happen We don't remind ourselves, and that's not our first response to say, what is within me right now? What has God already equipped me with? He didn't create us and say, okay, I'm going to come back later and do the job. We have what we need, and we're in a process of only getting better. But we have to see ourselves there. Mm -hmm. And for me, it started with just renewing my mind. Let Mm -hmm. me just go back and rethink. You mean to tell me I have a God who created me Mm -hmm. and he thinks all these things about me? Then I should think the same thing that he thinks about me. Mm -hmm. So it's starting within and knowing that you are worthy. And when you can do that work, when you look at your brother and your sister, and no matter what they do, you Mm -hmm. see, they're growing too because he didn't create us any different. Mm -hmm. But it's just us remembering that Mm -hmm. we have what we need.
1: You know, you're bringing something up for me that I think um, people might wrestle with. Mm. And I'm curious to get your perspective on it, because sometimes when I think about remembering, people might be remembering the lie that somebody else gave them. And therefore, that's the default that they remember but how can someone begin to replace the the faulty thing that they are believing about themselves? What are some strategies or some tools that they can begin to use? Because it, if they remember, and it was a harsh memory, yes. and they're now it's an intrusive thought of, oh, see, I told you mm-hmm. so you messed up again. So it's beginning to recognize how can you go back and begin to rewrite the narrative that was the lie so that you can get to the authentic
2: image of who God called you to be. Ooh, big question. I know, big I question. know. Well,
1: you know, yes. welcome to the flip side.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, that is so true because those images are there. And one of my mm-hmm. friends always says they're like files. And the first time something happens, that's for me, we go back and pull that file. This happened in X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. But what has helped me is, number one, not running away when those thoughts come up. Mm-hmm. It's easy to mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm just going to think positive. That may not change it, but just Mm -hmm. confronting the lie. Okay. And I am a big proponent of writing and I'll write it down. It may be painful. This is what I see. This is what I'm hearing. And as I go back and I look at that statement, I look at what is actually true. You know, Mm -hmm. well, maybe someone Mm -hmm. did say something to me, but the rest of that stuff, did I make it up? Mm -hmm. Do I really know that to be true? Mm -hmm. And it's looking Mm -hmm. at those lies. Mm -hmm. And once we see them, what helped me was going, I went to God's word. I said, okay, if this person said I'm unattractive, let me, first of all, let me see if that's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's not there. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. I find a statement that matches it. This person may have said X, Y, and Z, but when I go to the word, Mm -hmm. this is what God says about Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I take that word and I let it become a part of my life. I live it, I breathe it, I carry it in my pocket Mm -hmm. because that's the truth. And it takes a while to kind of dismantle those Mm -hmm. lies. But I think one of the things is that we shouldn't feel ashamed about it and we shouldn't beat ourselves up about it. It it comes up, it's life Mm -hmm. because, you know, Mm -hmm. the lie is doing what it's supposed to do. It's supposed (laughs) to bother you, it's supposed to terrorize you, sabotage you. Yes, Mm -hmm. but we have to remember, Okay, we have tools that are bigger and better.
1: Yes. Yes. I love to be able to share something that I was reading. So I'm sharing a book with a group of um, home visitors Mm. as we are going in and um, I coach them on how to uh, approach parents from the place of where they are, Mm. where they are. And one of my biggest mantras is how do we see people, Mm -hmm. not just the program. And so we've been exploring this book um, called Growing Up Again um, by um, Dr. Jean um, Isley. And she has this statement where she describes that we create shields Mm. as we go through life And um, not negative shields that will harm us, but just shields that that continue to protect us. But over time, holes get into them from different experiences. And um, there was this amazing quote that she said that um, when you remember things that you are trying to heal from, Recognize that it can be scary and you can still think about moving ahead even when you're afraid and something to remember that healing involves grieving Mm. for what you had or did not have. And so giving yourself that grace. Yes, yes, to grieve what you either had and lost mm-hmm. or what you never had in the first yes, place. Yes. And she goes on in the quote, and I think about Lady Dale um, and her quote of um, living forward. If we recognize that you can move forward afraid and healing is going to include grieving, yes, You have to still want to live forward and recognize, as you shared, what is the lie? And in her book, um, Growing Up Again, Mm -hmm. it's that hole. So what is the hole? And she says, um, one hole at a time, you fill one hole at a time with one task at a time, Mm -hmm. one experience at a time, one new decision at a time. One new behavior at a time, one day at a time. How often do we try to rush Mm. the process?
2: We, and I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. It is a work in progress. And Mm -hmm. this year I'm turning 55 and I said five is the number of grace. And my theme has been growing in grace and gratitude. And it's giving ourselves that space that just because I'm gonna call it a contradiction or a circumstance exists, we can see it there, but we can also, there's a flip side. So even though this situation is here, can I still forgive myself permission to move forward? Mm-hmm. And it is, it's that one step at a time. And one of the things that when we're moving forward, even in the midst of a challenge, it's allowing ourselves to celebrate Because sometimes we forget that because we look back and we think, oh, this circumstance is still here. But then we don't remember the steps that we have made to go forward. And I have this little activity I do with my students. I tell them to create a celebrations jar. And they get a little jar and they throw a victory in it every day. And I say at the end of the week, dump that jar out. And I want you to count that your victories and your strides are better than your challenges and that's part of that grieving process because i think we're grieving the fact that this person that we used to be is no longer there but then we have to celebrate the person we are becoming and that that's the exciting part you know we get to celebrate that oh my gosh i was here but there's so much more coming from me so
1: yes when i think about literally what you just said the person that i'm becoming and the beauty of that jar mm-hmm. is so often we have our eye so far ahead mm-hmm. at who we want to be yes that we're not actually pausing every single day to think about how did i show up today yes, yes. that is a step Forward. Yes,
2: absolutely.
1: I'm not in yesterday. Yes. I and I can, if I will give myself permission mm-hmm. to celebrate the fact that this happened well. Oh, I yes. love that. I yes. love that. Yes. So when you think about um equipping and I know that I've seen some of your artistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She has her website of Live Vibrantly by LV, the artistry, the, um, the way that she has turned um, her process of gratitude, of affirmation, of just bringing light to the world. Can you tell us a little bit about how you have tapped into art to help you create a flip in your situations?
2: Art is, so oh, thank you for that question. Art is so healing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have been creating since I was five. So I have been gluing stuff. I used to tell people the story about me <laughs> gluing my mother's checkbook. I was trying to make her a cover. So I, you oh. know, I, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a good experience, but, oh. <laughs> I, but I knew that I was creative. And art is one of those things that as you are going through the process and it it starts out, I'm going to say ugly. So I do greeting cards. And what I do with my cards is I tear them all up and then I just, you know, sit there quietly and I put them back together. And that is a lot like life because art teaches me that sometimes I don't know what I'm going to start with. But in the end, even if it's what not something that I thought that there is beauty in it. Mm -hmm. And it's that safe space. It is such a quiet space for me so that when I'm creating, I hear God and I'll say, well, this wasn't my plan. This wasn't, I had this in mind. I just say, okay, I'll go with it. And I wake up in the morning, I go like, okay, you know, that's what we made, you know. Mm -hmm. So art is a space of healing. And it really helped me in my challenging moments because it got me to stop what I was doing, just sit down. And God was just speaking so even when I create I keep a notepad next to me. so as I'm creating, I'm John down. okay, you said this okay mm-hmm. so it's that it's giving ourselves that moment and for me it's slowing down and seeing my hands at work, but they're really not my hands because God mm-hmm. is like, okay, make mm-hmm. this do this. So art is such a healing place for me.
1: Uh, this has already, just kind of put me into a rhythm and Mm -hmm. we're only at the beginning. So we are getting ready to take our first break. And stay with us because we're going to jump into some very specific strategies, as well as the power of creating a community of wellness. And I know leaders are really curious about what that looks like. And then I want to jump into the power of affirmations as well, if that's okay with you. Yes, it is. So when we come back from this break, we're going to unpack even more strategies for how you can create your own space for authentic self-care. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on
0: our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. On Living Strong, the Flip Side of Adversity, Dr. Virdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
2: The White House doctor makes house calls.
1: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veardra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We have been having a
1: conversation around tapping into creating space intentionally. First, by renewing your own mind, recognizing how to get rid of the lies Recognizing that self-care starts inside of you. It's not something that you are running towards Mm -hmm. to try to gain and get. And as we were taking our break, I wanted to ask, what would you say to someone who feels too overwhelmed to take care
2: of themselves right now? You know, I think a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And the first thing for me is going back to that remembering part, taking a pause. And a pause just to remember that, how can I take better care of myself? And overwhelm, it, it starts with just allowing yourself to take a break. And for me, I do something throughout the day. I call them peace breaks. Ooh. So they're like little five-minute mini breaks. No, It's nobody's business. If I'm in the restroom, peace break. <laughs> so it's, it's taking those pauses throughout our day, just not only to check in on ourselves, even if that pause is just to breathe. So mm-hmm. sometimes when we feel overwhelmed, we think we need something huge to, to really help us, but really just stopping where you are and recognize it. I'm gonna give myself permission to breathe. And we always talk about the power of breath, how it restores and renews us. So I was giving yourself permission to pause. And even if it's just five, 10 minute breaks throughout your day, that's a place to start. It sounds like it's the consistency.
1: And as we build in a consistent approach to how our body Mm -hmm. is responding to the stress in the moment, it allows our system to recognize a different approach over the stress response.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you think about um, taking care of ourselves, mm-hmm. how does everyone around you actually begin to benefit? Because mm-hmm. many times I've heard individuals say that I feel guilty if I take that moment, if I walk away. I feel guilty about the person not feeling like I'm right, there, right so how how does this um even the concept of a consistent peace break, how could that provide a benefit for others?
2: Well, first is that when you take care of yourself, I always say when we do that, we're so much better for others. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that I look at how I'm showing up so I can tell when I'm not being consistent in my Mm self-care. And we become a benefit to others because they're blessed. And I notice my tone is different when I've rested. And it's really that awareness. Mm -hmm. So if you're really taking care of yourself, you'll see the difference because the things that used to kind of get under your skin, you allow yourself to say, "Mm, I know how to pause That's interesting. and We don't feel like we always have to jump right in and react. Mm -hmm. So it really helps the people around you. And what happens is that when you start to really take care of yourself, it has that ripple effect. Everybody say, you know, Ms. Weaver's not getting upset. I'm going to borrow a little bit of that. Um, Ms. Weaver didn't have a comment. So people start to notice. And you don't have to tell people you're taking care Mm -hmm. of yourself. They will see it. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's that grace. It's taking time and noticing and even writing it down today, I noticed this happened, but this was my response, noticing how you're changing. Mm-hmm. And that really sends out a message to everyone because they want a little bit of what you have.
1: Yes. <laughs> that becomes the thing that yes. makes pe- that yes. makes things become contagious yes. is they notice the difference yes. and it gives them permission yes, absolutely. to also make changes and something in just the nuance of what you said. Oftentimes people are trying to write to-do lists Mm -hmm. and in the statement you just said, instead of the to-do, but what did I notice? What did I notice about my response and the response of someone else? When we begin to allow ourselves to actually reflect instead of getting into such a grind of just doing, doing, doing that's actually where we can begin to create the change. Mm -hmm. It's not in the hustle. It's actually in the reflection and creating a document where just the beginning statement is I noticed and every single day finishing that sentence begins to empower you to be more aware of who you are, absolutely. of how you're responding, and even how people around you yes. start yes. responding yes. as yes. well. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, and we notice that, and and that's what's amazing. And as an educator, those are the tools that I see. We do something with the students called notice and wonders. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, you know, I notice if I do this, I wonder what would happen. So those things that we do as teachers, they mm-hmm. transfer over. And it is. It's about becoming aware. Then you have something to celebrate. You yeah. notice I am growing. Mm-hmm. I am moving in grace. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. When I think about um, the journey of self care, mm-hmm. that we've talked a lot about the work for the individual. Mm-hmm. What role does a community of wellness play mm-hmm. in this process or in someone's journey?
2: A community of wellness, good, good question. <laughs> you know, what it does is, is recognizing first, acknowledging, making people feel that they are seen, letting mm-hmm. them know that they are heard. And that, that's what a community of wellness is, that you're not isolated But we see this, you may be experiencing it differently, but collectively we can do things to promote wellness. And even if that's in a school or a business atmosphere, how can we build in more breaks so that our people don't feel as rushed? Something simple as having fresh water for people to Mm -hmm. drink Mm -hmm. or having a little area where people can just rest for a moment. But that community response really allows people to see that we're all in this together, maybe growing differently, but we recognize and we're not judging you if you're having a moment. Yes. That we all have them.
1: Yes. When I have spoken to leaders, mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate the um gift card days and the yes. and the and those um one-off days. <laughs> I appreciate them. I don't yes, want anybody yes, to yes. lose mm-hmm. out on their gift card. Uh-huh. Please do not <laughs> start sending me emails. But or or not even but. And I think when leaders take the time to actually find the small consistent things yes. that send the message that I see you. Yes, yes. I see your effort. Yes. I see your struggle. Yes. Acknowledge that yes. things are hard. And this is why I'm now going to make sure that there's action there's water accessible, going to make sure that we have a breathing moment Mm -hmm. or that we start our day off with announcements that affirm. There has to be a place within the organization where the self-care or community care, it actually lives. Mm -hmm. It's not just a one-day event where everyone got a gift card and, oh, you should feel better now, get back (laughs) to.
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, And that is important. And a lot of times in organizations, we may not have it from the top, but you as a leader, you're in tune with the people who are there with you. What simple thing can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like I like to go check in on the teachers. Hey, how are you doing today? Can I offer you some water? It's just something small. And it starts with us. Yes. It starts with us. We have to be the change that we're seeking and we have to lead it. Even if we start small, because when we start small, other people are joining us because it's something good to join.
1: Yes. Yes. Many times, and I shared this with a group of leaders that I had the privilege of connecting with on Monday Mm -hmm. and Tuesday, we really dived into some really heavy topics in order to create a process and a system Mm -hmm. that would address the weight that's on marginalized groups. Yes. And in that... At the end of it, I said, I know that there's constantly a comment around, well, when they get it together and they help us or yeah. they do, yeah. and there is no they. There's no they. We are they. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: So stop waiting for someone absolutely. else to show up. You now understand the truth. There's enough body of science. There's yes. enough works. You can Google it. Yes, There's already enough information out there. Don't wait for they. We are they. And what can we do in the
2: small that then becomes the big? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely.
1: So something that we have been working on, and and I want to take a moment to encourage individuals, because the event is virtual as well as in person, is recognizing we are in our fourth session of Girlfriend Gatherings. And the beauty of Girlfriend Gatherings is it is an opportunity for women to come together. Yes, we want to encourage one another Mm -hmm. and we challenge one another to speak what their goals are, okay. to have accountability, yes. to share about your progress, mm. as well as the things that didn't go right, right. or well. Right. And in session four, we recognize that halfway through mm. this year, it's an opportunity to refuel. Yes. So if you want a chance to refuel to reconnect with the the greatest parts of yourself, we wanna call you up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we yes. wanna call you up yes. into the girlfriend gathering. And the beauty of it is, it doesn't matter where you are on the planet. It is virtual and in-person. So we have set it up that you live stream and you do all of the activities that the people in the room are doing. You're not just watching. You are actually actively involved because we believe that community is a healing part of anyone's journey. Absolutely. And when we can create community through Girlfriend Gatherings, Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for you to identify who it is you are becoming. Yes. And who do you need to connect with that will hold you accountable to being that person? Yes. So if you are interested in participating in our upcoming Girlfriend Gathering, it will be July 23rd at 10 a.m. But because it is virtual and in person, we mail Girlfriend Gathering boxes. You don't just get handouts at a girlfriend gathering. Right now. (laughs) You get a girlfriend gathering package. And in order for our virtual participants to receive their package in time, we have to mail everything by the 19th. So registration closes July 19th. If you want an opportunity to experience a group of like minded, energy filled, light filled Mm -hmm. women who are on fire to support one another the girlfriend gatherings is a community of wellness and we're excited because in this girlfriend gathering package you are going to receive gifts from um favorite beauty Mm -hmm. from calm creations and we are even going to have Dr. Tori Robbins. Oh. She, Robinson, she's going to um, be leading us through um, some wellness movements Good. together for groundedness yes. from the Black Women's Educational Alliance. All right. So you have until July mm-hmm. 19th. Go to our website at livingstrongllc.com and on the landing page, registration is right there for the girlfriend gatherings session 4 refuel your soul so i just needed to do that shameless yes. plug so that when we're talking about communities of yes. wellness yes the power of accountability and having someone who will call you up yes. to who you said you want it to be and to become, it's really an opportunity for growth to happen. Absolutely. So, are there simple daily self care practices that listeners specifically? can begin to do. So you've mentioned water and you've mentioned breathing, but I know you have entire <laughs> self-care kits and packages. Can you give us a little sneak peek into what's uh, what's in some of those packages on Live
2: Vibrantly's <laughs> website? So those packages include strategies that you can do every day. So I did talk about breathing and Mm -hmm. I strongly encourage quiet time. So, and I said, I take peace breaks, Mm -hmm. but to remember those, I put them in my phone. So when that song comes up, I I use Audra Day, I Rise. So when, when I rise comes up, it's like, okay, it's a moment for you to breathe.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I also Mm -hmm.
2: do journaling throughout my day. So those packages also have journals and I actually take my journal to work with me. So I will grab a moment even if it's just one thing, if it's an affirmation or a word of the day that I'm carrying with me. Mm -hmm. So it's taking time to breathe. It's having quiet time. And it can be five, 10 minutes, um, having a sip of water, Mm -hmm. getting that movement in. And even self-care is taking that space to say, I notice this thought keeps coming up, but what else can I do? Or just quietly asking God, what are the best options for me at this moment? And of course, there's a little bit of art. So things like the celebration jar and collages and those healing pieces are all included in my boxes.
1: Yes. It sounds like finding your thing, finding your thing that will help you connect with an opportunity to wonder, get curious, enjoy, laugh. Find some sun yes. in your in the space that you're in, regardless of the environment. Yes. Create
2: your own sunshine. <laughs> and, and that's what it is. Self-care, I always say, is, is not a one-size-fits-all. We're all different. Mm-hmm. But the creative piece allows us to see that we're a part of it. That's why I always say create space. Don't make time for self-care. Mm-hmm. Create it because Mm -hmm. you are a part of the process Mm -hmm. and what you need is different from what I may need, but we get to put our hands in there and just make it the way that we want it to be in the way that benefits us as well. So there is a great tool and you can Google it.
1: It's called um, a sensory diet checklist. Mm -hmm. And many of the things that you are describing are based on body and sensation. Yes. And sometimes I think we get so heavy into the cognitive mm-hmm. that we miss yes. what to do with our body. Yes, And um, if you, as our listeners are um, tuning in, if you Google um, sensory diet checklist, it begins to give you a menu mm. of different options that are connected to all five of the senses. Yes. And they are not things that require money. Right. They actually are things that you can find mm-hmm. right around you. Absolutely. But will you choose your sanity, <laughs> your wellness, your yes. groundedness yes. over the chaos?
2: And and, and that is true. And sometimes there's a tendency to think that just because something is simple, that it does not work, you know, Mm -hmm. and that and and that's not so just having like even just smells and different scents around that really does something to the body and elevates our mood. So just because it's simple and you didn't pay for it does not mean that it does not work. Right. I think though we need to make sure
1: people understand that just because you did it once mm-hmm. and it didn't work, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that self-care doesn't work. What would you say to the person who is um, who says, well, I tried breathing and that doesn't work, or I tried to breathe and um, I just ended up getting distracted, Can you drill home for us
2: the importance of consistency? That is great. Consistency is important. And a lot of times we don't think things are working because we haven't given ourselves enough time. You know, if you have not tried breathing for 55 years, the minute you sit down, your body's going like, okay, what's this now? So part of it is allowing yourself to feel safe. And whatever it is that you're doing, if it's quiet time, if it's breathing, your body has to know that it's safe. And you have to have, I say, a coaching conversation with yourself. Okay, body, we're doing something new. Mm. And then we have to look for the progress. And if you try breathing one way and it didn't work, it's not the only way. So there are other opportunities for breathing. And we have to do things differently, but that's part of creating because we find what works for us.
1: Yes. Yeah. Doing your homework, mm-hmm. r- investing in your wellness, yes, the same way mm-hmm. we would invest in anything else. Yes. Wow, I cannot believe yes. that we are already at the end of our time. Has it it has flown by it has, has it gone not? by so quickly? I know. Oh. But I want to make sure that people understand how they can okay. find you. What um what are the new things that you're working on?
2: Tell us some more about Live Vibrantly by mm. LV. Okay. You can reach me on all things social is uh, Live Vibrantly Um, And my website is www.LiveNoEVibrantly.com. And I am excited about one of the things that I'm doing. I'm hosting a masterclass or a workshop on using the fruits of the spirit to take care of ourselves. So being fruitful in our self-care practices, that's my new uh, workshop that I have coming up. And I'm also working on a beautiful series called I Am Enough. And it is a journaling series, which the ladies will have a journal but I'm hoping to infuse a teaching element where I can come in and offer support. And this is a, a different type of journal because it's written in the form of a letter. So you're writing letters to yourself. So I have been really working diligently to create conversations and journals to put the hand put these tools in the hands of ladies because we're you know we're creating, and and that's part of the joy. That's the excitement for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I am excited about the thought of writing a letter to myself. And um, in that, I feel like there's an opportunity for me to affirm who I am. Yes, but also speak to the little girl that mm-hmm. didn't receive what she needed to receive. Yes at that age, but there's an opportunity for me to rewrite what she was told um, boldly, unapologetically, and authentically.
2: It oh. is, it's an amazing experience just writing. And it started in the pandemic when I started mm-hmm. writing myself notes every day. But I had to create a system because I would lose my note and find my note here or there. So it is important that we have those conversations with ourselves. And that, that's part of the healing journey. mm mm-hmm what we're saying to ourselves and going back and reaffirming and writing is so powerful.
1: I know minutes left, but you just said something that I think is important mm-hmm. and I want to make sure people didn't miss it. It's not just um, identifying the hack or the thing, but it's actually creating a system yes. so that it, it becomes a part of your routine. Yes. So if you are going to write mm-hmm. and you want that to become a part of your healing, then you need to have that pen and that pad yes. somewhere where it's easily accessible Yes. every single day. You know exactly where it is. You're not trying to find the yes. pen and all of that. So we, we encourage yes. you to check out live vibrantly. And that is L I V vibrantly by LV. And there are a wealth of things that will absolutely bless your soul. And thank you so much thank for your you. wisdom and your sharing. Thank and you. I look forward to hearing how you are living forward on the flip side of any adversity that has tried to block your greatness. There is more that's in you and more for you to be. We love all of our conversations. Thank you so much. I feel so encouraged. Thank you. Stay tuned. Come back. Same time, same place next week on the flip side.
2: Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again.